Fix. Good evening, team, and welcome to this week's Sports Fix with me, Ben Cullen. Liverpool remain in the hunt for a historic quadruple after winning the FA Cup following another Wembley penalty shootout against Chelsea. Jurgen Klopp's side repeated their Carabao Cup final victory in February. The decisive moment came when Liverpool goalkeeper Alisson saved Mason Mount's spot kick to secure Liverpool's second trophy of the season. The Reds are still in the Premier League title race and have the Champions League final to come against Real Madrid. Liverpool had the better of an eventful evening with the outstanding Louis Diaz and Andrew Robinson hitting the woodwork. Liverpool did face some issues with Mo Salah going off injured in the first half and Virgil van Dijk going off after 90 minutes. It is a devastating blow for Chelsea and their manager to lose in this manner yet again as they did have chances. They become the first side to lose three successive FA Cup finals. Sebastian Vettel says the global climate crisis has made him question whether racing in Formula One is the right thing to do. The four-time world champion has become a campaigner on environmental issues in recent times. He wore a t-shirt in Miami to highlight the threat of rising sea levels around the Florida city. Vettel has also spoken passionately on human rights and LGBT issues. He said, it is my passion to drive a car. Every time I step in the car, I love it. When I get out of the car, of course, I'm thinking as well, is this something we should do? Travel the world, wasting resources. The 34-year-old who races for Aston Martin does feel he's a hypocrite at times, but he does ask himself questions every day about protecting the planet. We need to stop being dependent on fossil fuels, and we can, because there are solutions in place. Tiger Woods says he is feeling a lot stronger than he did at last month's Masters as he's prepared to play in this week's US PGA Championship in Oklahoma. Woods played nine holes on Sunday at Southern Hills where he won his fourth US PGA title in 2007. The 15-time major winner is still recuperating after leg and foot injuries suffered in a car crash last February. We started ramping up a week ago, played a bit more golf and it was good. Everything is better, said Woods. The former world number one made the cut at the Masters in April, just 14 months after his single car accident in Los Angeles left him unable to walk for three months after needing multiple operations on his injuries. You are a machine, Tiger. Good luck this weekend. I'm delighted to welcome the final third of the East Rose West team to the show this week. This is Martin Muller and he joins us via Zoom. East Rose West, they are the Hong Kong-based team that rode the Atlantic as part of the Talisca Whiskey Challenge. Previously, I spoke to Rob and Matthew. They make up the other two-thirds, but that was before the trip. Martin is here to fill us in on what happened and how tough the task really was. Martin, welcome to Sports Fix. How are you? Uh, good, thanks, Benny. Good to be here. Good to be back in Hong Kong after a fair bit of time away. Yeah, I'm sure it is. We, we can get stuck into that. But before we do, we like to do some quick-fire questions. So I'm going to ask you five or so questions with a little surprise at the end of that. So do your best to answer as fast as you can. Rugby or rowing? Rugby. <laughs> Will you play rugby again? Yes. You lace yeah, it up I'll, for next season? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely play Valley and then actually started training with the union this week again. We'll okay. see. We'll, we'll see how the body holds up because I'm also sort of in my mid-30s now. So we'll That's see. exciting. First yeah. drink, post-race. Uh, it was a beer. Um, it was a good cold beer. It w it was yes, and it was it was pretty soon after the race. So <laughs> yeah, it, it went down the treat. Pizza or donuts? Pizza. 
What did you miss most? I, I mean, I think we chatted about it briefly off air, but just being able to um, sort of lie down on the couch and, and do nothing. There wasn't much of that over, over the, the 37-day period. So I would I'd definitely say that. Yeah. All right. This right. We've never done this before. We're going to do another round of quickfire questions, but the answers to these are either Matthew or Robert. <laughs> okay. Best singer? Matthew. Cleanest? Robert. Shortest fuse? Robert. Motivator? It's a horrible question. Uh, Matthew. And then the hungriest? <laughs> Matthew, if I'm <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. Thank you, Martin. Just give everyone a snapshot of, of what you did to remind the people, or perhaps some people didn't tune in for, for the previous episodes with the guys and how long it took. Yeah, sure. Um, so starting mid-December, the three of us, we, we did a cross-Atlantic row. It's named the Telesca Whiskey Atlantic Challenge. And we are part of um, the team Cafe Pacific Cargo East Rose West. Um, so it's a 3,000 nautical mile race. Um, and you start off in Lagomera in the Canary Islands. And then you sort of try to catch the trade winds um, all the way to Antigua. Um, and it, it took us 37 days. And that sort of entailed rowing two, well, it sort of it, it entailed rowing between 13 and 14 hours a day. Um, our shifts kind of changed up, but that's probably not that interesting. So the, well, I mean, I'm, I'm interested, so I'm going to go there. So you, your tactics and, and plan had to change as you went on? Uh, yes. So, I mean, the idea of the race is that you catch the trade winds as you, um, sorry, another thing I should have mentioned is that it, it was, it was to raise money for child fund rugby, um, which we end up raising about 105,000, uh, 105,000 US dollars for. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah, pretty happy about. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So the, the idea is you sort of, you catch the, the trade winds. So you, um, so you grow from east to west, as our name aptly states. Um, so that the idea is that you, you're catching those trade winds and um, sort of depending how it's blowing, depending how hard you have to work on the oars, we, we sort of change up our shift slightly. Um, just, you know, if you're, being, if you're being assisted by the wind, you might, you, you might row a bit less in that day just to catch a bit of rest and, and sort of prep yourself for the days that are coming that are, that are potentially quite a bit harder. Understood. So just play, yeah. play in the, the field as it goes. Exactly, yeah. So take us back to, you know, we don't need to go through the training and things like that. I've covered that with the other lads, but just mm-hmm. take us up to, I guess, perhaps arriving in Antigua and then right up to before the start, that that, that gun or flare, whatever it would have been to set you off. What was that like? Uh, I assume you mean arriving in Lagomera, which was... Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Lagomera. No, um, that would have been nice. Yeah, so we, we got <laughs> we got there 10 days before, so that's sort of a whole process of, of getting the boat ready. Um, the The you've got a whole pre-race check that takes about four days and you've got to get all your equipment right they are very the organizers are very very strict about having everything right because you know it, it, it is kind of sort of their bums on the line if if things go wrong yeah um yeah and then and then and then after that you get the boat in the water you sort of you, you prep it a bit you check all your equipment's working um yeah and then sort of and then to be honest, a lot of waiting around, it gets a bit daunting over time. You know, you, you, you're sitting there, uh, probably having a few too many beers with fellow, fellow contestants. Yeah. And then as you can imagine, sort of lead, getting closer to the race the night before, there wasn't much sleep had. Um, and then, and then you wake up and, and pretty soon after setting off, you realize that, oh, oh hell, we're in this. We, we're doing, we're doing this for, for 30 days plus. And it's, it's, it, 
all the sort of fanfare of the start goes away pretty quickly. Yeah. What are those daunting thoughts? What are you worried about at that stage? Or is it just the task itself? Yeah, well, the thing is that it was such a long build-up. It, it, you know, it was a, it was almost a two-year build-up to the thing. So, and, you know, we, we went through a lot of difficulties um, from the logistics point of view. You know, there was this whole shipping crisis. There was just getting things in and out of Hong Kong was really difficult. So, yeah. you know, having finally got there and it all sort of dawning on us that, you know, this is, this is it, all the, all this, all this prep. For, the, for this moment, um, I think I think that really did sort of play on the mind, and it, it was a good feeling, but also, as I say, a bit of a daunting feeling. Yeah. What about the training you'd put in? Did you feel at peace with that, or was that also a, a thought in the back of your mind? Uh, no, I think we were all pretty confident about that. To be honest, um, that's that's one of the, one of the things about the training is that's something you can control it's a lot easier yeah so as i said a lot of a lot of the difficulty in the prep was the, was the sort of logistics issues um so it's a, it's quite easy to go to the gym and do a two-hour session you know, you know what you're doing you, you have a program it's all nice and set so we're pretty sure. comfortable sort of where we were physically yeah and then how did the the body hold up and what were the different stages if if there were stages um Surprisingly well, to be honest. I mean, there was there was obviously a lot of pain and stiffness, but just given that we have all played sort of twenty plus years of rugby, uh, I would have almost expect expected worse. Um, David Joint Dynamics um, helps us a lot with that. We, you know, we we had to sort of do a lot of prehab stuff, work on a lot of flexibility. But the, yeah, during the race, there was there was obviously you know the the, the joint pains and the and, you know, back back aches and hands hands sort of playing up. Um, funnily enough, the hands were not so much uh, calluses and and sores on the hands. It was actual claw grip. Where you're, 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 because you're just constantly gripping, your hands actually get stuck into place, and it's incredibly painful once you get off the oars to actually straighten them up. Interesting. They got so yeah. yeah mm. So it was it wasn't the grip. It was reversing the grip. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was. It was, it was really weird and it, and it probably took me a good three or four months to get over it really yeah yeah only, only really, now feeling better yeah exactly how off topic but you know how much training have you done since are you just not even bothered just because the body's so broken <laughs> no there was a, there was a good a good probably month and a half of not doing much um Putting all the weight back that we lost and some, uh, but all very much, um, by drinking beer and eating hamburgers. Yeah. And then, of course, they decided to, yeah, they decided to sort of get myself back into shape and, and training again. It's, well, it's been a, it's been a fair bit of time since we finished now. Yeah. 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 What was the date again? Uh, we finished on the, uh, I think it's 17th or the 18th of December. I mean, of January. Yeah. I was yeah. watching the live stream when you boys came in. That was pretty epic. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it, it was it was very special. We arrived we arrived pretty early in the morning, so you know it was we had the flares in our hands, and it was, it was there were some good pictures. It was, uh, I, I guess a little bit of a pity that there wasn't much, um, you know, many people around the dock and whatever because it was middle of, middle of the night. Yeah, but, um, this yeah, seemed like quite a reception there for you. Were they were they friends and family or organisers? Yeah, I think half of Devon came up for Rob. <laughs> Got it. Uh, yeah, and then um, yeah, lots of friends and family. Um, I think sort of our, our group as a whole made up over twenty. So it was, and 
And for myself and Matt, it was the first time we had seen our parents for two and a half years. So yeah. very special time. Yeah, I mean, combining the two together would have been quite mm. epic. Yeah. Thank you, Martin. We look forward to hearing more from you next week. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. I mentioned it earlier. It has already begun and I am loving it. This weekend, my hottest ticket in the world is taking place at Southern Hills. It is the PGA Championship in Oklahoma. Have a great weekend all and I'll see you for your sports fix next week. And there goes Ben Cullen. Join him every Friday indeed and also join us tomorrow for All Being Well live on RTHK TV 31 and here on Radio 3. Common Room with Alison Howe. Common Room with Alison